Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drivel. We are your hosts. I'm Mo. And I'm O. Thank you for joining us again. Aren't you lucky we're still going? You, you are. You're lucky we're still going. I'm lucky we're still going, actually. We're lucky we're still going. I don't think anyone else is. Well, I don't know. I don't know who the lucky one is. You know how hard it is being around you in these sessions. It's me, you love it. That's why you keep booking these sessions in. So you just get to spend quality time with me. Alone. No, I'm doing it for and the fans. And my knowledge and my expertise. I'm we ain't got any fans yet. <laughs> we don't have any fans yet, all right? <laughs> this is true. You're yeah. hoping to have right now. You're just doing it for the love of spending time with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. You've, you've, you've only got your own. You're your own fan because only you listen back to these. I never listen yeah. back to these. So you're listening to me, actually. Well, no, I'm listening back because I do all the editing. I have to listen back to them. Yeah, but then you also put it on in the car when you're driving around. I'm, go- I'm going to make sure that I book some of these recording sessions for really special occasions. So I might book one for Valentine's Day already. I'm going to be busy on Valentine's Day, mate. Sorry, you're, you're on your own. Well, you're you're be- on your own. We have another oh, I ain't going to spend it with you. Yes, with the Yaris. I'm loving the Yaris, mate. Um, so anyway. I've brought that up today. Uh, back on track. Yeah, welcome to Dribble. Uh, this Hello. is the uh, automotive... Uh, Non, non, auto, well, automotive, non-journalistic, non-review, non-expert. Don't listen to anything we say, kind of stuff. There, I've done your disclaimer in half, the, in less than half time. It takes you to do it. You haven't. I mean, all I was going to say then is, uh, this is the automotive podcast brought to you by just a couple of regular petrol heads. Yes, I yes. couldn't get my words out, and then you interrupted me. Yeah, and no, well, I had to cut in because you were like stumbling there. So, but I do have to. I do have to Save do you the disclaimer it later. I mean, that we wasn't don't. that wasn't good enough for the disclaimer. Don't listen something? to us. Why shouldn't they listen? No, no, no. To us? Listen to us. Don't pay attention. No, no. God. Uh, see, see. Go I on, have to do on. the disclaimer for this reason. It's go very on. confusing if I don't do the disclaimer. So yeah. I get bored of listening to it though. It's fine. You can fast forward this bit. Yeah, but I can't right now, can I? No, I know. But if you, when you listen back, because you do listen, there you go. He's put his fingers in his ears, so we're all good to do the disclaimer. So as O was kind of trying to say, we are not professionals. We're not motoring journalists. We're not professional writers. We are not professional podcast hosts. We're not professional anything, really. Uh, we are just a couple of regular petrol heads, which means that during this episode and all the others, we're probably going to convey information that you may think is advice. Or accurate. Or well, factual. Well, it may not be accurate or factual. Um, probably won't be. It probably won't be. I mean, he makes up statistics. So Percentages, yeah. Percent, yeah. Uh, well, any statistic. Yeah. I don't think I've ever yeah. come across you make, uh, actually having researched a statistic. So, um, experience. It's all about experience. All You're about the researcher. You can't just make up the numbers. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, what, I think what we've just demonstrated there is uh, the whole point of the disclaimer, which is don't listen to us. Don't follow any advice that we give you. Um, or, 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 yeah, sorry, we can't mis- say don't listen actually because that means they're going to listen to us so what? we can't use we can't use the word listen okay because that's to... kind of an oxymoron really isn't it I'll, I'll work I'll work on a new disclaimer right, for next week but we've for now not in this room we haven't got a thesaurus okay, I'm not sure we've got time to go and try, take a break find a thesaurus oh. and come back to the lovely people who are sat here waiting listening to us to get on with the show but in summary right. Uh, anything we say, if you take it as advice and you act upon it and something goes massively wrong, don't blame us because we've given you this disclaimer that says you can't. That's the disclaimer. We're not professionals at anything. Uh, great. Happy to be here for another show. Unless we tell you not to buy something because we can't get in trouble for that. Yes, we discussed this last week. You yeah. Yeah, I'm just reminding I'm adding yeah. in as part of the disclaimer that we always Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Um, and uh, we've been going for uh, quite a few shows now. I think this is uh, episode number five. And I've got to tell you, the reaction that we've had from the listeners, from our supporters, has been incredible. We, we didn't expect this, not, not in such a short number of shows. And in actual fact, at the point of recording episode number five, uh, only three episodes have actually gone out. So in three episodes, we've had some ridiculously wonderful amounts yeah. of 
feedback, positive feedback. And, and episode three's getting, probably only just gone live as well, really. Yeah, hasn't episode it? three and gone live. I doubt anyone's probably got around to it. Yeah. yeah. So, so the point we're making is, uh, you know, amazing. Thank you. Oh, it's such overwhelming feedback, and and, and it's brilliant. Really, really uh, grateful. For, it is. For it your is. Support. Especially when you read some, when you see read some of the reviews that people put on like some of the platforms and stuff they do, it's it makes you think, yeah, but I was getting ready for a barrage of abuse, but sorry. yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that will come. I'm sure as our, as our listeners get more comfortable yeah. uh, behind their phones, just as we get more comfortable behind the mic, we will we'll probably get a bit more abuse. The keyboard warriors haven't started listening yet. The keyboard warriors probably haven't started listening yet. Although there's one thing I do want to pick up on. One thing I say a couple of things. We've had some bits of feedback, and one of them that that always amuses me, and we've heard it from a, from a few people now, is they say. Uh, uh, they've actually learned something from our show. People are listening to us and they're claiming to have learned like some what? stuff. So we've had... Actually, you said this to me the other day, actually, that someone yeah, said they've learned had, something. And I was shocked. We've had people saying that... Especially um, considering who it was, but generally I was shocked. Yeah, we've had people say that they've learned about uh, what the badging on the back of the cars means or doesn't mean. I'm not sure how we taught you anything well, on we that. Didn't really so we, well, yeah. we just moaned about it. Well, we just said you can't tell anything from the back of a badge. I know, yeah. We, back uh, of a badge, uh, back of the car. Back of a car, back the of badge the badge. The badge on the back of the car, yeah, same thing. It's all, it's all, exactly. the, same. It's all the same. It's on the front sometimes, yeah. it's on the side. It's all meaningless. Exactly, yeah. We did a little quiz. I did a little quiz with you, but that was about it. I'm yeah. not sure that taught anyone anything. I don't. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know. But other people have also said as well, it's like, oh yeah, I do want to learn a little bit more about cars, so I think I'm going to listen more to you. No, no, if that's your intention, stop listening now. There are tons of other podcasts, TV well, shows, I, YouTube channels where you can learn actual things from actual people who know what they're on about. You say that, but we might actually be onto something here we don't know about. We might actually be good at teaching people something. That's the, we key, don't know that's what. the key phrase, we don't know about. I think well, that's, that's good, that's better then. Let's zoom in on that. Yeah. The fact that we don't, we don't really know much. Honestly, so we could actually be helping them out. If, if you are listening to us uh, and, and depending on the, the stuff that's going to come out of our mouths over the next hour or so uh, and you want to learn about cars. Let us know what you've... I'd like to know actually what people think think they've learned. Oh, we've, but we've, people have told us some stuff. So we've, we've had the we had the badging thing. Mm-hmm. Um, pe- people have learned, I think, our Keep Left uh, Unless Overtaking episode. Yes. Probably yes. educated a few yes, people actually, as well. Yeah. So we had some feedback around nice. uh, electric car, electric car yeah, engine, yeah, yeah. and some yeah. of the practicalities and things like that. Again, right, we would... To be fair, this is just about an, an hour-long rant for us, really. It's just a, it's like a therapy session, for, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't learn from us. I yeah, mean, yeah just listen to it in the background. If, if you do, it's it's completely by accident. Yeah. I, think what, I think one of the actually one of the nicest things, well, not nicest, one of the good pieces of feedback that I have was is, is people who aren't necessarily into cars, like say the way we are, but they still find the, the podcast interesting. And if they like cars and it's at the right level for them to enjoy, you know, you're not going to, I know I have to hold you back from going into like, Facts and figures and putting out stats and books and stuff like that. That's because I have to stop you. Otherwise, if it was down to you, if there were two nerds sat here, mate, forget about it. But could you, guys, listeners, could you imagine if there were two O's sat here? You would have completely made up facts. That's facts. I use air quotes with the facts because they're not facts. Completely made up information about absolutely everything. You would every statistic would be between sixty to seventy percent because you've got a fondness for seventy percent for some reason. I don't understand why. Everything's at seventy percent. I've already picked up on that. So have the listeners, don't you worry. Everything you talk about about car will not be factually correct at all. Somebody has to go and do some research. Somebody no, has to give these but it wouldn't matter. the of the truth. It wouldn't matter because I would be in keeping with the nature of our show, which is basically drivel and bullshit. So <laughs> drivel and bullshit. There that, you go. That's the other thing as well. We've had some feedback from some people who've been listening whilst their children have been around. Oh, yeah, 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 that don't, was- <laughs> 
No, there have been a few people who have said that, and there's been a few people who say, oh, I'll give it a listen while I'm in the car, while I'm driving my kids here. No, 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 no. no, no, don't. no. It, I mean, we're not bad. We're not, we don't use it a lot, but there, there are the odd well, expletives. It's, it's, it's probably too late for me to now say that there's going to be explicit content in the show, given that you just said drivel and bullshit. Oh yeah. So uh, we yeah, could, yeah, we could get the swearing out the front, but, do, but but is it not rated on the? On yeah, the, the podcast oh, is marked. There you go. Well, that's it. That's our I guess, disclaimer. There you go. <laughs> I guess some of the some of the people who know us are probably just expecting us to be uh, less potty mouthed than we are. We're not that bad. Hell we no. are worse. Off, Hell no. I say off camera. I'm getting cameras. used to this mic off, in front of me now. I'm just off gonna get mic, worse we worse. are worse. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you were wondering, and, and then some of the other feedback that I've had. The last bit I want to go into. Some of you absolutely lovely people out there have come to us asking how you can support the show. No, the Go main- fund me page. I'll set it up tonight and I'll send out the details. Just donate all you can. <laughs> He's not being serious. We're not going to come and ask you for money. But the mere fact that people are coming to us and asking us how they can support the show That's is true. fantastic. As, yeah, as, as, is that wicked. blows me away. Yeah. Just like and share, please. That's yeah. all we ask, really. You, you can support the show by rating and reviewing. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you've got a rating system and you can drop a review. Like we said before, it doesn't really matter what you say. Um, the, the fact that you've written a review actually really, really helps. If you do want to give us some feedback in that review, we are more than happy to take your feedback on board. Oh, they can send donations if they want. I mean, I'm not that's sure. That's up yeah. to them, isn't it? Well, they can send donations. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, give, we'll, our o, down. we'll give our O's bank account yeah. details at the end <laughs> of the show, his PayPal details. So you can do that. Now, if you are listening on Spotify and uh, Google Podcasts, I know that there isn't a rating system or a review system. And a few not? people who listen on Android platforms have asked me how they can support the show. On any platform you listen to, there will be the option to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. That helps us. And it also means you don't miss a show. Yeah. And also outside of that, if you can't, if you can't, um, you know, do it, if, if it doesn't have a rating platform, just on your own like social media, you know, Instagram, Facebook pages, please just, you know, share what we're doing. Put a link up there. So yeah, tell, tell, pe- tell people about the show. If you listen to the show and you enjoy it and you, you, you've got some like-minded friends and family members of yours that you think would also enjoy it, whether that's the, 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 the humor. Um, whether that's the uh, the education apparently yeah, about you're cars, learn something, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, whatever it might be, let people know so they can go and listen as well. Um, oh, you've already mentioned Facebook and uh, Instagram. Interact with us on our on our Instagram page. And our Facebook, Facebook page is now live. Actually, sorry, Drivel. Yes, Facebook yeah. page. Uh, well, actually, given that we're recording this. Uh, ahead of it actually coming out, the Facebook page. By the time you hear this, will probably be live for about. Couple, two, you know, two weeks, two or weeks so. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you haven't already, we are on Facebook. It is uh, yeah. Drivel. Drivel. It's as pure, simple as that. that. It's just Drivel. And on Instagram, we are at Drivel Podcast. Follow us. Interact with us. Make comments on our posts. Slide into our DMs. We are all. By all for means, that. slide into the DMs. No problem. We are all for that. But that's how you guys can support the show. Um, and and again, you know, I've said it a couple of times already. Thank you, honestly, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for the support. It's brilliant. Um, but before we get, that's eating up about fifteen minutes of our time, man. I was going to say before we get too emotional, shall we get into we the show? We don't get emotional. I don't get emotional. Yes, because because, because wait, wait wait before we get into the show, you bought a rover yet? Have a, no, I haven't bought a Rover. So I'm still doing this so, with an amateur. So in what? You think in two weeks I would have taken complete leave no, of all my no. senses? No, I've, no, 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 no. I, I explained to you about the Rovers before. So no, I brought you to your senses last time we've done it. Yeah. I, I know. You can pick them up a, for nothing. There's a reason. And I know we're in the middle of a global pandemic and people are acting a little bit crazy right go. now. So you could get it even less than people would want because people are going to need money. I'm just, no. 
then I, I need have to find someone else to do the show. Have you, have you rekindled your love so for I've had in my rekindled my love for Rovers never died. But you don't have one on your driveway, do you? That's because I'm looking for one. I'm trying to find you're one. You're still I obsessed with your Yaris for this thousands of couples. Oh, the Yaris is quality. You came off in it today, mate. Absolutely cool. Bought a coffee on the way in, stuck it in. I was, I was changing it around the different cup holders I was coming up here. <laughs> you only bought one coffee. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to. People of Toyota are disappointed in I you. Want to be able they to, like, did not put more. seventeen cup holders in that car just so you could go and travel on a what was it, an hour and a half journey to go? Oh yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. And just have one. Didn't miss a beat, the Yaris. You inconsiderate asshole. Yeah, but on the way back, I'll be tired and I need to stay awake, so I'll buy a few coffees on the way. Buy back. a few coffees yeah, and make those people at Toyota proud. I will make it feel like their engineering was. I'll take a picture and put it on, and we'll put upload it. Instagram. We will put yeah. a picture on Instagram of all of the coffees that you can fit inside that Yaris. But before you talk to me uh, and claim to be a petrol head, get yourself a Rover. So what, should we? Are you, are you saying that we should pause the show and then come back? No, in, I'll what, carry three, on. Three, Look, I'll carry three to you. 12 years on my Rover. I'll carry your ass to where I have been for the past few years anyway, but you need to get you need to get our step up and get with the program. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Noted. Crap. I haven't made a note of that in case anyone's wondering. I definitely haven't made a note. I'm going to immediately forget that he told me to buy a Rover. Anyway, back to the show. So, um, I've been driving something uh, yeah, yeah. recently. Oh, yeah. The yep. smile on your face looks like it's something good then. Uh, no, 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 no. Of course. Right, let me just bring you back to the whole purpose of the show. We, what did we speak about last week? We spoke about a, to- a 2008 Toyota Yaris, for fuck's sake. Oh, mate, talking about that was, that. Yeah, but that's a quality car. That's right, practical so, so, so keeping keeping in line with what our listeners have now come to expect, it's no, it's nothing exciting. Right. It's not a... Um, I was going to say supercar. It's not even a sports car. It's not even a luxury car. What oh, I have no. been driving is I've been driving a Kia. Oh, listen, you know I like my Kias. I'm, and I'm a Kia advocate. I, okay. Okay. Do you know what? Right. Before this experience, I would 100% go around the other side of this table and stand behind you when you said that. Well, you couldn't have. You, you didn't drive a Kia before that, did you? Well, yes, but this is my point. So based based just on what you kind of see and hear and the perception that you have of yeah. the brand, I, I was a I was a big fan of it. I've gotta say, after this experience, it's kind of dropped a little bit and I'm gonna really? go into why. Okay. Don't you worry, I'll go into why. So the Kia I've been driving is the X seed. Not the seed. Oh okay, okay. Uh, right. The, the X seed. So another pointless car on stilts with Yeah. A bit of headroom. And and, and for your spiky hair. Naturally naturally that prompted me to do a bit of research. I know you love it when I do research, so I went and did research. Shall um, I go back? Shall I go out and get something to eat and come back in like I, th- I think minutes? so, yeah. Give you come back you in about half an hour or them so. out, I'll yeah. be done with my facts. Come on then. Um, before I even get into that though, in doing this research, you know the one thing that I've discovered recently? Online car configurators are fucking awful. Oh my God, they're... Rid- I, think I'm, I think I've mentioned to you before, Kia has probably got the worst like spec list or oh, model spec list don't, don't going. Worry. I'm going to get to that. Go on. This is one on of then. my reasons. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm going to get to that. But anyway, uh, just gen- gen- generically across the board, online car configurators yeah, really, really they bad. Are, they are. That, you know, awful. If, if car manufacturers want to move into the kind of Tesla way of selling cars, which is Simple, you order it car. like it's a it, it's a, a product off Amazon or whatever, yeah. and you just kind of click a few boxes and it arrives delivered the on your driveway already, after yeah. three months, yeah. you need to make your online configurators a lot better. Because right they now, need to simplify. They need to simplify their like. I don't know if you call them models or specs or trim levels, but they need everyone they needs do. to do that. Gear, I'm sure as you're about to prove. Yes, probably they, one they of the do. worst. Now, before we get to that, though, right? So, how many models do you think Kia currently has that they're selling? What's your guess? Kia being expanded, I'd probably say about fifteen odd models. I reckon it's not fifteen; it's nine. But oh, within, okay. within the models, there are mm. some sub models. Um, 
this is where it gets really interesting, right? So the seed, you have the seed hatchback, you have the X seed, uh, and I'll come into describing what that is, but they describe it as a, uh, a sporty crossover. Well, that's what they're all classes now, isn't it? Crossover, sports, crossover, SUVs, yeah, exactly. isn't it? So it's an SUV, basically. It's not an SUV. But I mean, that's the, that's the no, no, general the, label, the S- right? The SUVs are, are, are different. Oh, the SUVs okay. are the Soul, which is their electric vehicle. The Box. The, the, the Stonic, which sounds like something you'd go and see a doctor about. A Sportage and the they're Sorento. Nice. They're nice. Yeah, Sportage is Sorento's nice. a little bit ugly, but it's still... Yeah. Um, so, so they're the SUVs, right? But yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm, in, in terms of just the seed range, you've got the seed, you've got the X seed, you've got, the, you got the seed estate, and you've got the Pro seed. Isn't and the Pro seed the seed estate? No, I thought that too. But actually, they're two different models. Oh, they've so actually got an estate seed as well. They've got an estate seed, and then they've got the Pro seed. Do the they Pro s- seed is also an estate car. It's just a slightly swoopier version. They of call the it. Seed they're they're trying to do a shooting brake, aren't they? With the is that that's the Pro seed, the shooting brake style. I don't know why they've made, but it's not a shooting brake because shooting brakes have three cars. Do they still do the Pro seed GT? I don't know. I didn't get that far. Oh. I, honestly, I didn't get that far. It was. Far That's too many sub-models of models. And, and and actually, I just went in to, to research the, the thing that I was driving, the X-Seed, mm-hmm. um, which, which kind of lost me, to be honest, when I, when I started doing that anyway. Uh, so I wasn't going to look into other stuff. One thing I did notice, though, because when you go onto the website, you've got this these lovely little small thumbnails of all the, uh, the, the, the cars that they have, the models. And just visually, you know, I mentioned the Stonic, the things that the thing that sounds like you've got a serious, not, not serious, kind of a semi-serious, like yeah, health problem. Yeah. <laughs> you need to, you should, you should definitely consult your doctor if you've got Stonic. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not going to kill you. Although if you probably let Stonic get a little bit worse and maybe leave it unattended for six months, it could probably yeah, cause you a decent amount of pain. So if you do have a, a case of Stonic get it seen to would be our medical advice. Um, bear in mind, we are not medical professionals. Either. We just about managed to talk about cars. Now you're going into the medical profession. No, no, I was just pointing out the fact that the, the name Stonic is an awful, awful be name. Be careful because people have already said they're learning from us. So I'd be careful what we talk about now. Going back to my point about the Stonic though, the Stonic just looks like it's an Exceed, but cheaper. Because it's it's classed as an SUV in the SUV family, but it's so small and and so kind of like diddy and not so high off the ground. It actually just looks like this XC it looks crossover. Like a smaller version of it. It does look like a smaller version. Mm-hmm. And the XC itself, when you again when you look at them visually, I'm sure the suspension is higher, but not to any amount that I could it's tell. Not, it's not massive. I want to call the XC. It's not huge. No, is it? it's it's a it's a seed with some plastic, plastic attached to the outside. Is what the XC is. But you pay a you, you pay a premium for it. I'll get to prices in a second. Okay. But it's just. It's madness. I don't understand this niche filling that nobody ever asked for. Um, who could? Oh, who was it? The the Nissan? No, was it the who who created? Who was the first crossover? It was the the cash guy. No, I don't think it was the cash guy. When you talk say crossover, are you talking? Like an, so, bear in mind this this Exceed is is a sporty compact crossover. Right, that's what they call is that it. What they call which it? Which is effectively just a hatchback with some like bits of plastic Listen. stuck to it. Actually. Mm-hmm. I've just had a flashback, yeah. and I'm surprised you didn't know this, Mr. I Love Rovers, so much so that I know everything about them. Rover? The Rover 25 Streetwise. Do you remember the Rover 25? Wait, that's just a city car. That's got nothing to do with crossover or anything. It had bits of plastic stuck to it. Yeah, but all, Rovers, def- all Rovers had bits of plastic stuck to it. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, but these weren't the bumpers. You could find bits of plastic driving around Coventry from a Rover. <laughs> 
<laughs> or Birmingham. Outside of the factory. Outside of the factory, yeah. You could follow a trail to where the, so, the new owner's just gone and where he's living. Maybe the Rover 25 Streetwise is the, is the, is the start of this uh, sporty compact crossover <laughs> genre that nobody asked for. But that's what this exceed is. Um, and, and my first impressions of it, other than the fact that, well, this is just a seed with someone sticking bits of plastic to it. And, and I couldn't actually tell if it was higher or lower. Um at all than the normal seed so anyway i got inside and and lo and behold there was no additional space inside either in the inside it was pretty much exactly the same as a seed wait wait the, hang on before we get anywhere else the most important thing mm-hmm. how many liters of water can you fit in the boot yeah you would expect me not to know the answer to this but i do know the no, answer I kn- no 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 i know you can i know you're the only person sad enough to do that level of research it's okay? about 250 liters which is not a so big can we relate that to in real terms now please when you say it's not a big boot, what I can't put a suitcase in there? Well, if we go back, how many to, kids can I get in the back? Well, last week you you introduced Audi shopping bags, uh, specifically Audi shopping okay, bags. Okay, Audi shopping bags. I don't know why. Well, that's my shopper choice at the moment. So fine, right? Audi shopping bags. And I'm um, talking their reusable big bags, not the small carrier bags. Reusable big bags. Yeah. I, I would say if you really stuff some in and pile them on top of each other, you are looking at about ten max. What about overflow? Overflow, yeah. But then you spillover. Yeah. If you're doing it in liters, you're going to get spillover. So we've discussed this before. We're not going to go back to the whole. The liters isn't about how much fluid you can fill the entire. Okay, ten ten Aldi shopping bags. Yeah, I reckon so. It, what I'm saying is that's quite that's quite a decent space, though. No, no, I'm stuffing bags on top of bags. The fact that you said you could get five in the Yaris is yeah. where, what's leading me to ten because the Yaris boot is not that big. No, you're right. It's not huge. It's so not huge. so it's only twice. Now, yeah. given that this is a sporty compact crossover. It's not big or practical at all, really. In reality, right, I stuck my laptop bag in there and a few other bags, a backpack and an overnight bag. And it was pretty much full. If I, I reckon if I took it on an airport run to go back to your suitcase thing, because I've yeah. only got such a suitcase slot, one large suitcase and one small one, I'd have to put probably, maybe if I was precariously kind of dangling it on top of the other one, spill over, uh, and, and then kind of force the hatch to close, maybe that's what... How many litres did your previous one have? Which previous one? The one So you... the, the, the uh, Alteca... Yes. Yes. That How many liters is that? 450 odd liters. Bloody hell. So in theory, that's like almost double. It's, it's small. So you could have like it's, 20 It's, it's 20 a bags. smaller boot than you get inside of a Seat Leon. Okay. So it's not it's not big at all, right? And that, you know, emphasis mm-hmm. on the word compact in mm-hmm. the description. So anyway, my first impressions were kind of small on the outside. Not really the most practical thing in the world. Don't know. Um, what I did find... Uh, once I got over all the binging and bonging, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever come across a car uh, with so many bings and bongs. It was mental. I will be um, at the point you're listening to this, by the way, you can go onto Instagram and there will be a video clip associated to this episode. And I'm just I'll be demonstrating just one of the, the bongs, the constant bongs that you get when you turn the engine off and you open the door. Going back to what you said last week when you were moaning about it. I know I've done that because I turned the engine off and I've opened the door. But you know what the most annoying thing about the bongs are? Is when you're driving along the road and it just bongs for no reason. This and, you're, car, and you're looking around thinking, what, what, what's, this, why this, are you bonging? This car did that. It bonged at me. And I couldn't tell you why. I don't know if it was because it was manual gearbox. I don't know if it's because it's trying to tell me to change gear. I doubt it because there was no gear indicator mm-hmm. to tell me to change gear. I don't know if it was because I wasn't in lane properly. It's got lane assist as well. I don't think it was because oh. of that because it didn't flash up and say anything mm. at me about that. I have no idea. It just bonged. And... It's not like there was a message accompanying the bong, or if there was, I couldn't find it. It wasn't on any of the, the, the dash or the screen that appeared in front of me. 
there was no message to tell me what the bong was for. It was just a bong. It could be anything mm. from your passenger hasn't got his seatbelt onto your phone. You've lost ringing. a passenger. You've lost a passenger. The door's open, the boot's open. You've lost two of your 10 Audi shopping bags. <laughs> Who the fuck knows why it was bonging at me, but it did bong at me. Um, so yeah, that was, that was mildly frustrating. The other thing that was frustrating, going back to one of our very previous episodes where I spoke about keyless entry and keyless go. It didn't have keyless entry, but it had keyless go. Everyone's huh? doing that. It's really annoying. So you've got to take the key out of your pocket. You've got to unlock the car. Then yeah. you get in it. Then you've got to put the key back in your pocket because there's nowhere else to put the bloody key. And then you can start it by oh. pressing a button. Right? That's how it all works. And the clutch, I assume. And the what, sorry? The clutch or the brake. Oh, yes, you got to put the foot in the clutch. Now, this kind of push button start thing, I've experienced this in lots of cars, and it can get a bit confusing. Have you ever been in a car where you've prodded the start button a few times and you end up kind of starting the car, then turning it off and then starting it? Yeah, that's annoying. BMW is the worst for that, but yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. I actually think BMW is not too bad, right? Because the way it works with BMW, at least in an automatic, is go in, you keep your foot off the pedals. If you push, push the button once, it turns all the accessories on. Like you put, if you had a traditional ignition, key, effectively, yeah. ignition. If you had traditional keys, yeah. like the two clicks without yeah. starting the yeah. engine. Um, and then if you put your foot on the brake and press the button, it's turning the key all the way. It starts, starts the engine. Gone. Yeah. If you then want to turn it off, you just push the button once. Whether your foot's on the brake or off the brake, doesn't matter. It'll turn the engine off. Now, if your foot's off the brake and you press the button again, it will kill everything, kill all the accessories. To me, in my mind, that makes sense. In this Kia... You just confuse me, but carry on. It's easily done, though. Let's be honest. With that system, yeah. <laughs> I was referring to you and your system <laughs> rather than the car itself. The Kia... Is late. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I knew how to start the thing. Obviously, you yeah. put your foot on the clutch, you press the button, it starts the car. But then when it comes to turning it off, you push the button, it turns the engine off. Yeah. Now, what if I didn't want to drain the battery and turn the, the air con off and the radio off, but I still wanted to sit in my car? You'd think I'd just push the button again, right? Once to turn it on, yeah. Well, you turn, if I press, uh, to, press to, it once to turn it off. So you've just turned it off, right? I've, well, I've just turned the engine off. You turned all the, the accessories Oh, so the ignition is on. The ignition is on. The radio is still on. Okay. The, the, the fans are still blowing. The then you press it again on. and it'll turn that off, right? It doesn't. What do you mean doesn't? It doesn't do anything. You press it again and then it says press clutch to start. It reminds you that you need to press the clutch. So, I, I, that's my point. I think BMWs and Fords, you have to get out of the car and lock it for it to switch off, don't you? Yeah. Yes, yes. That's what? an... Yeah. Yes. I... I, I yeah. I don't know if that's the only way to do it. It is. I think it I is. I mean, if there are any Kia owners out there who figured this system out, slide yeah, into yeah. our DMs and let us know. I couldn't figure it out. No, I spent, it was a, stupid, I spent a while yeah. with this car. Kia aren't the only one. It's Ford or BMW that do that as well, and it is so annoying. The BMW system makes sense to me, but yeah. Mm. Uh, one of them too. I can't remember which one it is, but they do it as well, yeah. It, that, was, that was massively irritating. Anyway, let's look past that. So I got into the car, right? And I, I guess immediately... First thing I noticed was, wow, this thing's got a lot of extras. And when I say a lot of extras, I don't mean it's got automatic mm-hmm. lights that the Seat Ateca didn't have. It's got everything. Mm-hmm. It's got automatic, absolutely everything you could want. It's got, it had reversing cameras. It had sat-nav. It had lane assist. It had steering wheel even as well. Oh. Um, every, everything that you could want in a yeah. small hatchback. I'm going to start calling it a small hatchback because it's not a crossover as much yeah. as they want you to think it is. It's a hatchback. Anything you'd want in a, in a small hatchback right. where you might be carrying a few members of family around, yeah. it's got all of the extras okay. uh, and then some. That's really, good. really impressed with the spec. I thought, oh, okay, yeah, fine. You know, it's premium from a spec perspective. This is a long wait for a butt, by the way. This is a long wait for a butt. Because I know there's a butt coming at some point. There will be. There's lots of butts coming. Okay. You filthy-minded people, before you uh, get that mental image out of your head, this is a podcast, you're not going to see anything, and we're not going to upload any pictures of butts either. If you want to see butts, look at the front of a new BMW. Yes, very, very true. If you want to see butts, look at the front of a new BMW. Uh, So, 
Uh, back to the interior. Lots and lots of extras, but the mm. interior quality, the materials, cheap. Not very, very not cheap. Not, yeah. like, very scratchy plastic. Scratchy, like, yeah. like mid-90s Japanese yeah. saloon scratchy plastics. Yeah. Not not cool. Um, which I thought, do you know what? I could forgive it because Kias are cheap cars, aren't they? Really? Well, va- they're, they're I, they're I would say value, value for money. Value That's for what money. I would say, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. It isn't. So mm. when I... Uh, once I got over the fact that the configurator was awful uh, mm. and and the fact that there were nine models um, and some of them were exactly the same and made absolutely no sense other than the fact that there were names, um, I actually started looking at price and, and looking mm-hmm. at the spec of the car that, that I was actually driving. If you want just a diesel manual Exceed with some decent extras... Basics, mate. No, I wouldn't say basic spec, and I'll come to why I can't say basic spec. So if you want, if you want the, if you want the diesel, you're limited, by the way. Anyway, you want the manual diesel, twenty five and a half grand. If you want a petrol engine, that's not a one liter. If you want a petrol engine with an automatic gearbox, right, um, and and you plumb for the top of the range one and by top mm-hmm. of the range I mean spec, not necessarily performance. This yeah. thing isn't going to outdrag a Golf GTI, in case mm. you're wondering. £30,000 for one of these things. Thirty grand for a Kia Exceed. See, you're straining when you say that, but the thing is, are you looking at it in and of itself or are you comparing it to anything else? Because thirty grand actually these days isn't... I know you're the sadness and you you probably compared it to everything on the market. Of course I did. Okay. But I was going to say, thirty grand is probably not far off where everyone else is. I can't believe you had such little faith in me, oh. Of course I went. I was hoping you hadn't, so we could get on past the boring stats, specs, stuff, but go on. The first comparison, I'll take you back to two weeks ago, um, when we did our episode on the Seat Ateca. And again, apologies if you listened to that and you couldn't understand what we were saying because the audio quality was poor. But what we did say in that was that the Seat Ateca was 28 and a half grand. You can save a th- one and a half thousand pounds and buy a say a Tekka with a pretty decent spec, and that is a yes, bigger, more capable car. But it doesn't have auto light, and it's got a stupid light for your puddles that shows puddle light that shows you everyone what you bought. I know, but but in in spirit of fairness, it is a better car. Do you and, think? And anyway, we, okay. we, when we went through that episode, we were talking about the fact that you could buy Leons and Leon Estates for cheaper. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Which brings me on to the point of thirty k for a top end one of these Exceeds, mm. right? Um, if you want to do that, you can actually spend 30k. You can actually spend 29k and you can buy yourself a Seat Leon Excellence Lux model. Excellence spelt with a Lux. X. Are they bringing back the old Nissan Bluebirds bagging? <laughs> I think they might. But my point is. Lux. My point is. The gear is going to be making a comeback soon. My point is this is a Seat Leon with a petrol engine, automatic gearbox, and it's got every extra thrown at it. And it's 29k out of the box. But that's a Le- yeah, but that's a Leon, isn't it? So it's not a like for like car. No, no, it's a, I would argue it's a better car. I would say no, 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 not, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not arguing about better or worse, but I mean, like for like, in terms of so nowadays, we got to look at when you compare a car like for like, you got to compare platforms, yeah, in the sense that it's an SUV, it's this a crossover, or so. But no, no, but that's your opinion, and I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're not but, saying I'm right either. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm saying, yeah, but by the book, right? Let's just go by by the book. How they advertise or how they class by the manufacturers. I get and I agree with you. It's not an SUV. There's very few SUVs that are actually SUVs out there. But by the book. How they class it is, it's a, what is it, crossover, yeah? It's a crossover. So you can't look at a Leon, you can't look at a Golf, so you would look at their equivalent ones, just for the sake, if we're going to be, if, you, if we're going to like, compare like for like, then we've got to look at, so the equivalent Leon would, the equivalent Seat would be 
What you drove last week, right? It wouldn't be. No, 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 no. Okay, the, 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 the Attecas an SUV. The Ateca equivalent in the Kia range is the Sportage. Okay, no. So what's what's sorry? What's the Sierra equivalent to the Exceed? The Leon. It is. I, they haven't lifted the suspension by three centimeters. So they, they, they don't have, have a crossover. The so they don't have a small crossover. They don't have a small crossover. Okay, so no, you can't use that. But I know VW or someone will have, right? No, Ford do though. So Ford mm-hmm. have the Ford Focus Active X which is the Ford Focus on slightly bigger But, but they've got Ford Puma for that now, haven't they? They have, no, no. So, but, this is, but this is my point in terms of the niche filling. Oh, okay. okay. Right? So, so if you were going to go, I have to look at a crossover, it has to be branded a crossover, even though it's just a hatchback with the same amount of space and it's not actually much higher in reality. You look at the Ford Focus ActiveX in the Ford range. You can buy the Vignali spec, which is their top-end spec. Okay. So it's... Uh, I did have to research how to pronounce that, by the way, because it's it's spelt Vignal, and it's definitely not Vignal. It's Vignale. I'm sophisticated. I know how to pronounce these things. So the Vignale spec, which is above the titanium. So again, every conceivable extra that you could want. That's 28K. And again, petrol engine, automatic gearbox, and it's not the three-cylinder petrol. It's a four-cylinder petrol engine, automatic gearbox, £28,000. So two grand cheaper than the Kia. If you go with the Focus thing, you could buy yeah. a Focus ST. So not the full-on RS, because they don't make that anymore, but you can buy a Focus ST, which is pretty bloody quick. We're talking Golf GTI, if not better, performance levels. 30K, same money that you can buy a Kia Exceed, which isn't going to set anyone's world on fire. 30K, you can buy yourself a Ford Focus ST. Head over to VW, then, if we think that the Seat is not... Ford's a nice. Ford Focus is a good car. Ford Focus is a You can't can't go wrong with it. I think they're fantastic. Even the VW Golf, the brand-new Mark 8 Golf, you can buy an R line, so not the Golf R, but the R line, which is. So it looks like a Golf R. Well, it looked, yeah, kind it looks, of, yeah. It kind of looks yeah. like a Golf R. It's the nicer spec. It's got all the stuff that you yeah, want, yeah. right? Um, you can buy one of those for twenty nine k with a decent engine and the DSG gearbox. Where they should mm. be benchmarking themselves is against their other Korean rivals, the Hyundai's, and you can buy a top of the line i thirty, not the N, but the top of the line i thirty for twenty six k. Four grand cheaper than the top of the line exceed. I get, I get what you're saying, but I tell you what I'm struggling with here, and I understand what you, I'm struggling with. What you're benchmarking? What, excuse me, sorry, just dropped a bottle there. What I'm um... just breaking things now. I can't believe that's how you reacted <laughs> to the fact that the Kia's price. I had to stop myself smashing you over the head with it. What I'm struggling with though is what we're comparing them to. But there's got so the there's got to be the equivalent. So are we saying this is a niche that is they've only just created? Then this no 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 no, no. they've created this niche of of crossover. I get your point. You've got to compare crossover to crossover. Yeah, because we're comparing to if we just come out of online configurator world for a second and move into the real world. Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. telling you, in the real world, there is no conceivable benefit. No, no, I agree with that, and I'm not. I'm not disputing that point. And by the way, I'm not talking from a from my uh, kind of uh, cynical point of view where I, you know, in, in the, a couple of episodes ago where I was talking uh, a Tekka versus Leo yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and said, why would you buy a Tekka for the additional headroom? I'm talking there's nothing. There's no, 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 no additional I, headroom. And I'm not disputing that at all. But I guess what I'm saying is if I was going to compare any Kia to some of the cars you mentioned, like a Focus, uh, the Golf, I would compare the Seed. Just the seed which, in which and is, of itself. Which is yeah? why I did the Ford Focus Active X. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the Active X is the crossover. And again, Ford Focus Active X, top of the line, automatic gearbox, four cylinder petrol engine, 28K. 
And, and obviously, you wouldn't expect me just to end there. Oh, no. I, I, I only hope you end, Mo. No, I don't. But you don't. My confusion didn't end there, actually. And it goes yeah. back to a point you made earlier about the, the confusing spec. So you can buy an Exceed in various trim levels. Oh, I'm quite excited yeah, about this I, because the stupidity is amazing. You will all enjoy it. You probably loved it. The analysts in you and you were coming through and writing down how many spec trims they are, what the differences are. I bet you've got a bit, you probably got a list of all the different... I have, but there's only four. There's only four, which you go, oh, that's nice is and it? simple, right? And what I initially, when I looked at it, I thought, I give Kia a lot of respect for this because what rather than use stupid letters that make no sense to anybody, they've used numbers, you can buy... A two, oh, one, or two, a three, th- yeah. or a first edition, yeah. And is it GTs? Yeah, GT, GT Sport, or G something like that. They haven't even got those in the Exceed. They don't even have the GTs. Oh, so they've got different. Okay, come on, crack on. Right, so they've got a two, a three, an edition, and a first edition, right? And I know I'm not sure what happened in the marketing department yeah. when they did edition, first edition, and then maybe the marketing team kind of packed up, went to lunch, and then then some the accountants maybe let them name the rest of them because they went, oh, two and uh, three. So, yeah, yeah. No, there's a trim level done. Tick that box, and we can all go home. Not sure what happened, but I think that's how the meeting must have gone. Because no. and then two other execs came in and added some more stuff. Yeah, but they didn't add them to the XC. They added something else. Okay. Um, you you therefore think that it would probably go edition being your base model, first edition being like your slightly better base model, and then your two, and then your three. Three, and then, right? yeah, yeah. Doesn't doesn't mm. work in that way at all. The base model is the two. Huh? As far as I could tell, by the way, I, it wasn't clear yeah. from from the spec sheets at all. The base model is the two. Then you move not to the three, which would make logical sense. You move yeah. to the edition. Then you move to the three. Then you move up to the first edition, which is the top of the line. I, I, I don't. I, I know you're looking what? at me blankly. Yeah. I looked at my screen in exactly the same way when this came up. I, honestly, I scratched my head for a while. The head scratching, as you might expect, did not end there. Yeah. If you want a three-cylinder petrol engine, you can't have a first edition car. If you, if you want the top of the line mm. spec, as in you want all of the extra, optional extras... Which is the first edition, right? Which is the, that's first the top edition. of That's the top of the line, top, top of line everything. Edition. Okay. You want the top of the line, you want all the bells and whistles, but it's a, it's a small car, let's face it. It's not a massive mm. car. It's a yeah. small car, so you want a small engine mm. and you want it to be economical. Maybe you want to save on road tax or whatever it might be, uh, drive yeah. into cities and stuff like that. And you go, I want the one litre three-cylinder petrol engine. Why wouldn't I? Well, mm. you, they're not going to let you. No, have what? something of lower spec. If you want a smaller engine, you have a lower Smaller's spec. Actually, I, I quite like that. I don't like that. I like that. Silly. I like that. Right. Let's say then, for example, you go, all right, I want the big boy engine. I want the 1.4 petrol engine. Is that the biggest they do? That's the biggest they do. You can't have that in the two. Yeah, you have to have it in the edition because it's the biggest boy they do. You can't have it in the edition either. You what? have to have it in the three or the first edition. So that's the, the biggest engine they do, and you can't get it in the top spec that they do. No, 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 no. You can get it in the top. So, so it goes. It goes to remind everybody. It goes two edition, three first edition, which is the top spec. The first edition is the top spec. Yeah, yeah. So you can't get it in the two or the edition. So you have to get it in the three or the first edition. You have to go if you want the biggest petrol. So engine, you can have it either in the top spec or the or one just below the, the top spec. Oh yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. Yeah, it's the biggest engine they do. That's the biggest. That's the why though. Why doesn't make sense? Doesn't make sense. You don't manu- they manufacture them all separately anyway. Right. Diesel. Let's say you want a diesel. Let's say you're still a fan of diesels, even though everybody else hates diesels. It makes no sense whatsoever unless you're doing like 
stupid miles anyway. You might be doing stupid miles. It's a false miles economy. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, the one I had was a diesel. Uh, and mm. just in case you were wondering, it, it only comes with a manual gearbox. It doesn't come with an automatic. There you go. That's another... another I think diesels have to have an automatic, to be fair. I, I don't they, find they, diesels they in do. a manual. They're, um, fun. they're not fun at all. This was a 1.6 turbo diesel. I'm not sure how much power it put mm. out. I think about mm. 130 horsepower or something yeah, yeah. like that. Um, it wasn't It wasn't great. Uh, uh, it, it, it was all right on fuel, actually. Yeah. It was pretty impressive on fuel. Um, but it just, when you wanted to press on, and I'm not talking on a motorway, surprisingly, mm. uh, it was in and around town. It just was very, very gutless. Was it actually more important than all the crap that you've just spurted out? Was it <laughs> Was it well built, though? Was it well built? Which is, I think is quite important. There was no rattles and creaks and things like mm-hmm. that. It was well built, but the as I said, going back to the interior quality of the material. Yeah, the I suppose quality, yeah, that's fine. Cool. But in terms of like, you know, when you got in, closed the door, things like that, and when you drove around. I don't know. All I could hear was bings and bongs. Maybe that is their strategy. Yeah. We'll just bing and bong at them yeah. uh, rather, than, uh, rather than anything else. And they won't be able to hear any creaks and rattles. But yeah, by the way, if you want a diesel, which you have to get with a manual gearbox, um, this doesn't make any sense. You can't have it in the edition, which is the second one up, or the first edition, which is the top. Yeah. So you have to have it in the two or the three. You've either got to have it in the base model or you've got to have it in the one just below the top spec. I hope our listeners are still listening because I switched off. But but this isn't me doing this. No, it is you doing this. You're switching me off. <laughs> There's no one else here. <laughs> I Look, I'm trying to bring this to life as much as I possibly can. Blame you Kia. can't bring this dull shit to life. Blame Kia. It's them, and they're completely mm. illogical, nonsensical. It does way. sound like it's got a lot worse, though, actually. To be fair, from where they are, it's it's awful. It's honestly awful. Uh, if you, uh, again, we're not giving advice. Like, if look, I was going to give advice, if you want to buy a Kia. Just, just I, I save, think, save yourself the headache and go into a showroom. No, no, no. Oh, actually, yes. Save Sorry, yeah. I think and and actually, way. on the way to the showroom, if there's a Ford showroom, go into that first. No, no. Yeah, we've yeah. Just, we've just discussed that. It's probably cheaper. I think, we, I think they've got the pictures. Let's not bore them anymore with your crap. But as you know, and most people know, I am a Kia advocate. And I think one of the main reasons, though, I've I've been a Kia a Kia advocate, and I like them. And it took them a while, it took them a while to be fair, but they do make some. They did make some alright looking cars. Remember when the Pro C GT came out? Their yes, first, yeah, and that yeah. was a nice looking car. Um, the Sportage was alright. Yeah, it wasn't Sportage too bad. The Optima was alright, even though it had those weird wheels on it. Whatever. But happened the, Optima, to the Optima, I liked the Optima. But then, you know what? After the Optima, they started confusing themselves because they had a lot of models after that that looked similar to the to the Optima. So they had the Stinger that come out, and I'll come back to that in a minute. Then they had the Soul, which is that boxy sort of square thing. The looks EV. like a looks like a, a Nissan do something like a cube. cube. Yeah, it was it was a take on this. How did cube. you forget the name of that? Is oh, they, literally yeah. <laughs> the name of it is what it is. <laughs> but what I liked about Kia, right, is more than anything else, value for money. And I still stand by value for money. Reason being, no other manufacturer out there has the balls to give you seven years, a thousand miles warranty. A thousand, hundred thousand. A hundred thousand, sorry. Yeah, seven okay. years. Uh, BMW don't have the balls Vauxhall to do that. Do. Mercedes, do they? Vauxhall give you a seven-year warranty. I think. That must be recently year. then. I don't know. They give you more than the three years. I know that. They might give you more than the three years, but not more than five. But forget Vauxhall aside, because I don't know why you'd buy one of those, but we'll cover that later. But if you think of the big boys, yeah, where everyone harks for the badge... You know what I mean? BM- <laughs> you were going to say badge wankers. Yeah, you? I was going <laughs> to. And then you thought yeah. someone might be listening to this with their kids in the car. We've already yeah. told you. Stop that. Don't do so, that. So, uh, you badge wankers that just want a BMW or a Jag or a Merc or an Audi, none of them, none of them, Land, uh, Land Rover... None of them have got the balls to stack up against a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And people are going to say, oh, yeah, but it's going to keep going back to the garage and stuff like that. Yeah, so what? They're going to repair it for free. They'll give you a courtesy car. So what if it keeps going back? 
They're standing by their product. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they don't want cars coming back all the time. No, of yeah? course. It's going to cost so, them money, right? Exactly. So they're standing by their product saying, yeah, listen, yeah, here's that. a car and it's value for money. So when you say, I get you can buy something a hundred, a thousand pounds, fifteen hundred, two thousand pounds cheaper. But that seven year, hundred thousand mile warranty, that is transferable to somebody else. So that lasts for yeah, seven years. Whether I buy it, I sell it to Mo, you sell it to your next door neighbor, he sells it to his next door neighbor for seven years or a hundred thousand miles, <laughs> that warranty is valid. But why are we just selling cars doesn't further down the street? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how many people have it and nobody else does that. And they were the first real manufacturer outside when they brought out the Stinger GT. GT, and GTS. GTS, sorry. And you know what? When they brought out, when I was, I was looking at that car for years, waiting for it to come up, waiting for a cover, especially when the old guy from BMW M division went over there specifically to, to, to make that. And I thought, you know what? This is going to be a nice, nice car. And it is a nice car. It's a it very good car. It is a very nice car. It's a very nice car. But here's where they let here's where they let me down a little bit. They're I say, just you well, yeah, because they were doing it for me. Yeah. Of course, you, they were doing it for you. you. It's Kia. You bring out your very first sports car, or um, I was going to say first V8 performance car that you do, but it's not. It's not. It's a V. It's a V6 and stuff. Yeah. And, but it's still decent specs on there. Like it's over 300 brake, rear wheel drive. Uh, yeah. It's got the Brembo stuff and all around there, everything like Brembo that. Brembo brakes, yeah. A limited but, slip diff. A limited slip diff, but. They pitched it out at forty thousand pounds. More than forty. 000. More than forty thousand when you spec it up. No, no, not even spec it up. I think um, the, the the base price because you can only get it in one trim, which has got. Oh, I mean, oh, so they admit, kept that simple then. I mean, admittedly, it's got every single extra you could want, right? I mean, you don't have to. Oh, it is quite fully loaded. Have to yeah. Pay separately for for your LSD or for your yeah. Brembo brakes. It's not like your like BMWs, Porsches, Jaguars, Audis for all you badge wankers out there. Mm. Um, it does quite well, but. When when it's you forty one and a half grand forty one and a half grand is a lot of money to fork out for something that someone hasn't done before. You know what's annoying about the fact that it's forty one and a half grand, by the way, um, is that you uh, under the wonderful government uh, rules around road tax that came in after two thousand seventeen, because its retail price is over forty thousand pounds. Doesn't matter how much over forty thousand pounds, over forty thousand pounds tax. You have to pay a tax premium. I think it's like a five hundred pound tax premium per annum for the first five years. Shut regardless up. of what you have to as an owner, as an owner, regardless of if you, to, to your point about selling it down the street, it doesn't matter if you're the first owner, second owner, third owner. If it has a retail price, and it doesn't matter what you buy it for, by the way, you go and you can negotiate an, a fantastic deal. And you could even if you went and bought it for thirty grand off Kia, brand new yeah. car. The fact that its retail price is over forty thousand means it attracts. Who would you pay that to? For what? You do you pay it to? You pay it to the same people you pay your normal road tax money to. For what? For the fact that so you bought that, a car that will cost more than forty thousand. So basically, they've taken probably, which probably included a whole bunch of tax when you bought it in the purchase price in the anyway. first place. So yeah. now they've taken stamp duty and added it to cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, which makes it even more irritating. I don't want to go off topic here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't the intention yeah. off topic, but um, yeah, no, I mean about stamp duty and stuff. But basically, because you can afford an expensive car, you can afford to pay us. £500 a year. And I'll just remind you, by the way, this is drivel. The the entire thing is going off topic. I'm not sure there ever was a topic to start with. Well, then nothing pisses me off more than fucking stamp duty. I'm sorry. You can afford to buy a house? Wicked. Now give us some money. What the... Do you know how hard it is to save up for a house for people, especially these days? You can afford to buy a house and then they charge you stamp duty for what? Nobody's... 
yet to this day, and I've emailed all the wankers that work in the parliament and stuff, nobody's been able to explain to me why we pay stamp duty. What? You mean they saw an email from you? They saw an email from O. Oh, oh, I tweet them, Instagram them, I just call them out anyway. They haven't had the, they've had the gall to not respond. How what? Do you dare get they? me? Yeah, but I'm speaking to on you. behalf of every to home you. buyer out there. Every single home buyer out there. Don't tell me you were happy to stand over your stamp duty price. Oh. And stamp duty is not cheap. I wasn't. Why the f- why is there stamp duty? I do. I genuinely do not understand and do not get why we have to pay stamp duty. I, I, I'm not a fan of stamp duty, but I just love one. I'm, the next time I'm moving houses, I'm going to end up squatting. I'm not paying stamp duty. <laughs> I know what we're going to call this episode, by the way. You got it. Oh, Something okay. to do with stamp duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, it's just it makes my blood boil. Just like road tax, because the road tax doesn't get used on the roads because our state of our roads are absolutely shit. Yeah, they're they're not they're not the best. Yeah, they've, and they you telling me they don't they get enough money to fix them potholes and all the crap out there? Where does it doesn't no, go? No, they, they, they they fix the potholes, but the problem is Do they, they fix it. No, 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 they fix them to such a poor standard that the potholes reappear very very quickly. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the problem. Yeah, as well. yeah. But going back to my point, if uh, yeah, Kia yeah. had actually priced that at thirty nine 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 nine. Right? Oh, I bet you would have flown out the flown out the door. Yeah, well, that's all they should have done, right? And then charge yeah. you an extra grand for one of the options that they've thrown in for free. Yeah, that's and just poor, poor thinking. And you know, RRP thinking. But you know yeah. why? They, and coming back to price, the reason they should have priced it competitively was because of the competition they were going against. Well, hang on. So when you say competitively in the competition they're going against, I, in my mind, it's not. I'm not pitching it against an M3 or a, a C63 or an RS car. What I'm pitching you? it against the because it's a it's a six cylinder engine. When you said it's about three hundred odd horsepower, three sixty, three sixty brake yeah. horse. Yeah, so, yeah. So if you look at that, just in terms of engine size and, and, and power, you look, you're going against the BMW M340. You're going against the Mercedes, which isn't C, a really M, which isn't a, a really yeah, an yeah. M. You're going against the Mercedes C43 AMG, which is not really an AMG. All right, now you're, you're being. Now, okay. now you're being an anorak. Now I'm talking to my people That's and my I'm talking to my here. people and my fans, yeah? Not oh, yours, okay? okay? Yeah. Your 2% are gone, okay? <laughs> so, so the, four, I, the four people that tuned in for this bit, you ready? Brace yourselves. Yeah. Forget forget the um forget all the crap you just said, yeah? But they've they've made a big saloon, right? Yes. It's a big saloon. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a family-sized saloon. So, yeah, so yeah. when you think of big saloons, okay, you're not going to pitch it against the M5. You're not pitching it against the E60, E63, or even just E anything, E350, whatever. But you are pitching it against a family saloon, right? I would, I would yeah. argue you probably would pitch it against an E-class saloon. It's quite okay. Big. Fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. There you go then. So, but then, but then that, that means you're pitching it against a five series. I would. Yeah, I would. In terms of size, I think it's because. It's, so okay. It's, so this my point. Bigger then. than a three series. So that's my point. Based on the size, I get the engine doesn't compete with it, but the size of the vehicle, the class it puts it in, yeah. against that, you're looking at. I can't say M5. Yeah, let's say M3 for the sake of a bit of you know. What I mean, let's say we're pitching against the M3, the saloon, which is now the saloon. Yeah, mm. you're pitching it against that. You're pitching it against an E-class Mercedes, which inevitably their big boy power version is a six is an AMG, right? Yeah. Wherever it is, whether you get the three three fifty is the biggest one before that, yeah? They call it a fifty three. Fifty three. And the one below that I mean, the non AMG is uh, E three hundred, I think. E three hundred or three fifties. So no, you're three fifty, I think it's a three hundred, which is a four cylinder petrol right. engine. So size wise, you're pitching it against those, yeah? And inevitably the M three is gonna come into play. People are gonna think if you think, oh that's the I can get an AMG for that or an M for that. Maybe an Audi S Four, yeah, not the RS4. Or an S5. Or an S5. The first time you come into the market with a powerhouse, and I don't care if you've just come from BMW, ultimately you are Kia and you're trying to compete against all those that I've just mentioned. You can't really go in with a 40 grand price tag because you're unproven. But is yeah? 40 grand not competitive and against some of those? 
it's competitive, but the problem is, who's going to take a risk on that? And, and I know I've already said about the seven-year warranty and the 100,000 miles, but this is a completely different car. It's the first time. They did the Pro C GT, but it's the first time they've tried to produce an all-out powerhouse. Are you just a bit salty because they didn't price it cheap enough so that you could go and buy one? No, I wouldn't have bought one. <laughs> I would never buy a first. I would never buy a first edition, first iteration of any car. That's true, yeah. yeah. They, never. You yeah. never, ever. A, well, because when the now. facelift comes out, it always looks better anyway. Yeah, and they, yeah. And they do iron out some of the... And they iron out a lot of the flaws. And yeah. especially if you're going to go for something like that with a lot of power, limited slip discs and stuff like that. Come on, man. You want to? You, you don't go and buy the first one. Mm. Um, the, only time, the, the, only good, the only good thing about people buying first ones and then in second-hand ones, you can buy a decent one if you want to get one nice and cheap and that. But never buy the first... Yeah iteration of any car no um, no I, so I, I just think they let themselves down a bit considering who they because a lot of people aren't going to think to the level that we have in terms of specs and power they just think oh power you know that's their sports car what's bmw's oh it's the m3 oh it's the m5 yeah and even though the m5 is a hundred grand you know what i mean so it's like that's a fair bit of a premium on it but it's still that the name and the badge holds a bit of weight yeah i i see i see your point yeah. right it's like it's a Kia, first of all. So, so yeah. there's still a lot of people who are, I guess, the uninitiated, the uneducated, those that haven't listened to this episode and don't know anything haven't about Kia. Anything haven't yet, learned yeah. anything yeah. yet. And they are, let's be honest, they are for the, no disrespect, but they are for the... For the everyday the, 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 the Vauxhalls, the Fords, yeah, yeah. the Peugeot buyers and stuff like that. They're, they're aiming at those people. So when you bring out something like that... I'm not sure they're aiming at the Peugeot buyers. But there are a, few, a fair few of those idiots. So. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. I don't think anyone wants a Peugeot buyer to walk true. into their showroom. But, you look, but they're going for the Ford Mondeo buyers, right? The Ford Mondeo ST buyers. Yeah, yeah, they are. Even though you don't get them. But that's what, that's what you're going for. So you, I, I thought yeah. they could have been... And, and if yeah, I'm being honest, it hasn't, it hasn't sold in droves. No, it hasn't. And it hasn't. And, and, and that's... It, it, technically, it's a good car. The reviews and that I've all seen have all been very good. Yeah, technically, stuff. it's a fantastic it's a, car. It's, it's, and it sounds lovely. Well, it sounds yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. As I said, it's got tons and, of extras. It, it, yeah. it, it goes well. It stops it lo- well, And it, it looks well. nice. It looks it lo- well, yeah. If you want to do a... If you have to do a big, nasty, ugly-ass grill... Kia's one, to be fair, is not bad. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's no, a big grill and it's not bad and it looks nice. It's got a lot of different angles. It's retro and what I love about it is it's like you're in a cockpit. It's just got buttons everywhere. And come on, who <laughs> doesn't want buttons? You, want, well, you we don't s- want touch screens. We you want buttons last week. Yeah. You want buttons in a car and I think that is well specced with buttons. So um, yeah, no, I, no. I, I see your point. I know I see where you're coming from. Yeah, they did, and they priced it a little bit too yeah. uh, high for for what the, the market that they could have <laughs> successfully yes, captured. Yes, yes, I think had they had because the Stinger only comes in that GT. Oh, they do a diesel. Yeah, they one, do diesels now. But had, but the, but the thing is, back to your Optima point, they didn't replace the Optima with the Stinger. No, because so you can still buy an Optima. Time. You could at the same time. Yeah, but the yeah. Optima's now phased out. So I think has it now phased out? Yeah, if you want to oh, okay. buy. Um, Eventually, because first of all, it hadn't. Yeah, had if, if you want to buy what Kia class as a large car, mm-hmm. then you, you, your only option is a Stinger. Is it a Stinger now? Okay, yeah. that's good. Because that's what confused me, actually. They still had the Optima and they brought out the Stinger. Had they brought the Stinger in as a car, phased it in, and then built their way up to the GT model, mm-hmm. then I thought that might, that could have worked. But I think but they had the Optima as well, and then they brought in this, like, we've got this thing again. But I still but I still think, you know what, for you, every day, you know, for, for someone who's looking in the market for a, a Ford or a Vauxhall, stuff like that, you, you, can't, you, you can't really go wrong with the key. And they do have good reviews. It's not like, you'd be surprised if you ever look at the JD Power survey, the, number, the, the, the ones that are up there at the top doing rubbish, You'd be surprised. No, I, yeah, I don't think you are. You wouldn't. I'm talking to the people that are listening generally. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You'd yeah. be surprised. Maybe we, you know, the nice man who brings us keys for cars every now and then, mostly like pretty crappy cars. Yeah, to yeah, drive. yeah. Maybe we should uh, see if they can uh, get us a stinger. I'd, I'd happily. Oh, drive. mate. I'd, I'd, I'd actually. Do you know what I would like to drive though? This sounds very perverse and weird. I would prefer to drive the base 
model, not 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 the not the diesel, not the, yeah. but the base model petrol car, just to see how it compares to as, the, as a rival to an Audi A4 or, or a five series or, or three yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I like yeah, to drive. Because yeah. I tell you what, this this myth of three series is the benchmark for cars and that it's not. Yeah, no, it's a good it's car. It's a great yeah. car, but it's not. Is it the benchmark? It's not. No, no. no. Because oh. I've always said, we've always said, a Ford Mondeo drives just as well. It's yeah, got different yeah, dynamics, characteristics, but it drives just as well. It does, absolutely. It really yeah. does. So, uh, yeah, wow, we spoke yeah. a lot about Kia, which is yeah. a break from we, the norm because most of the time we just uh, we, we talk a lot about BMW and uh, hatred for anything modern BMW. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, how it seems yeah, to be yeah. conveying itself. Yeah, well, Kia's the way, for, Kia's the way forward now from normal. From well, normal and, and when and they address yeah. their pricing, they would definitely be the way forward. But for now, I think both of our examples have proved it. The yeah. Xseed too expensive for what it is compared to its rivals yeah and then the the, uh, the stinger gts again you know if, if it was priced a bit better it would have done so much better i don't think yeah. the shift in pricing needs to be as big to get a much more successful uh kind of uh, sales output yeah yeah well good summary there mo thanks for that you know me i'm all about efficiency well in some the end. Yeah. Take, right now can we move now because you just move. blurbed and driveled for time i want to talk about maintain car maintenance please car maintenance nothing pisses me off more than a poorly maintained car okay okay it is not difficult out there to keep your car maintained and i'm talking about getting on you know changing things and you know doing services and stuff yourself but it is not hard to check things like oil level coolant level i don't know those were really the only two things you need to check in your car and it's not hard to do okay i i, I don't know have you have you tried checking the oil level in a modern car these days they don't have dips do you mean the ones that i was about to say yes the ones without dips but look but even then even then they will tell you when the oil's low yeah that's you true. Actually, have even put, with a dipstick every car will tell you when the oil is low every car will tell you when the oil is low so when you have lights come up and it's going normally an amber light means you need to sort of look at something and they've put symbols on that on there so you can understand and see what they are if you don't know what they are open your damn handbook and get familiar with the dashes and the lights and what they mean on your dash <laughs> wow this really bothers it you is, it? It piece, you know what as a petrol lover anyway, as a sorry car, lover, car enthusiast he, he drinks anyway, and eats it yeah, <laughs> as a car enthusiast anyway there's nothing more heart-wrenching than you go to get a car you, you start a car up or you come across a car engines knocking because the twat who owned it before hasn't put oil in it you cannot that is it should be a criminal offense there's no excuse whatsoever at the end of the day that's your car whether you've got it on hire purchase whether you've paid for it outright you didn't get it for free you've put money into that car yeah, yeah? well well actually and and as much as normally it's fun to com- like completely oppose you and continue to wind you up i've got to agree with you because to your point, regardless of whether you're uh, you're leasing it for a year or whether you bought it and you're going to keep it for 10 mm. years, it's irrelevant. Mm. It's a car that you're going to get into. It may just be you or you may put family or friends or other people that you care about into it. If you're not maintaining it properly, and I've said this a couple of times now, it's dangerous. It is. It is. It is yeah. dangerous. Yeah. You, you, to yourself, to you. Yeah. No, well, actually, do you know what? You may not give two shits about the about yourself. You may get into a car and go, ah, if I drive into a wall and I die today, so what? It was my day. If that's yeah. how you think, that's how you think. I would encourage you to maybe get a little bit of help, but hey, yeah. I'm not a professional psychologist either. Um, but it is always good to talk seriously. But if if somehow you had that as, as your, as your uh, mindset. You're thinking of how you treat them. Yeah. You can't make that decision for other people. You can't make that decision for the people who are no. also road users. Yeah. You can't yeah. say that I'm going to um, 
you know, ignore the fact that a brake warning has come up on my car that's telling me I need to get my pads checked or replaced. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, going to carry yeah. on driving with inefficient brakes. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe I won't be able to stop in time and I'll hit somebody else, another car with people in it, a family. You God don't know when you're going to need those brakes you for more than just slowing down at a normal a normal pace yeah, and stuff. Exactly. And, and, and that, that bothers me. And as does, as does yeah. people who don't have mechanical sympathy. You know yeah, those people who, who get into a car, they'll start it up, it's not warmed up at all, and they will thrash, thrash the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, Listen, I had a mate, and he managed to destroy the cylinder head on a Honda Prelude. Wow, wow. And those cars... Bulletproof. Bulletproof, everything proof. Yeah. You could virtually pour sand in the oil and it was still running. He blew the... He blew it, and I, I honestly, I went, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I said to him, "Listen, you need to contact Honda because you must be the only owner in the world who has burnt the cylinder head on a Honda, <laughs> because those cars go forever." And at the end, of, look, it's not just what you said about safety and that as well, yeah. But if it goes wrong in your ownership, it's going to come out of your pocket while you've got it. Yeah. And if you're the kind of person who can think, "Our oh, car's gone wrong, oh, I'll just get rid of it," and you're not going to get the money that you could get for it. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I, if I, you're I, leasing it, you think, I don't give a shit, it's not mine. You're yeah. going to get, when you return it back, they're going to charge you for it as well. Cars are complex How many of machinery. They are. How many, but it's not hard. But the thing is, it's, it's not, not hard, hard to look after. Yeah. The most important thing you need in a car is oil and coolant. Eyesight. Oil, uh, well, yeah. The most important well, thing well, you need yeah, is yeah. eyesight. And a bit of common it, sense. Because it will tell you. Lights will appear and you can see them. Messages will appear and you can read them. So as long as your eyes work and you can read stuff... Yeah. You'll be good. Follow the instructions. Actually, I say this. I say cool in the car. Do you remember? Did you remember the days when people just used to put water in the car? Yeah, it's cool. Oh, no, no, but they used to put just water in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah as yeah. coolant, yeah. yeah as coolant, sorry. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was, I was taking, I was checking the coolant on one of my cars the other day, and my dad comes, and my dad's, <laughs> and he's obviously where I learnt my stuff from, and he used to be, he's a mechanic and stuff like that, and he was into his cars and stuff, and I come out. And uh, he goes, oh, he goes, uh, the coolant's a bit low on, on his car. He goes, uh, can you just put some water in it? I looked at him, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, you mean, yeah, I'm just going to put some coolant in it. He goes, no, no, just, just throw some water in it. I was like, no, no, dad. You might have done that like 30 years ago. But I don't know how you got it away. Worked. Thing is, yeah, this is exa- every time. So if I'm working on the car or something, I'm trying to do it like properly now. He'll get in a hammer or the wrench or whatever. He goes, out of the world, a blowtorch. I'm like, dad, what are you do? He goes, listen. Just let me do it, yeah? Because I've got experience in that, so let me do it. And the amount of times you'll get a ball joint or something like that off of me like like that, and I'm just stood there thinking, oh, all right, fine. Whatever and, methods the, the, and I said, the old you can't put, use, we're getting, The weather's changing now. You put water in it, Dad. It freezes <laughs> over. It's going to burst. The pipes are going to burst. So, you know, yeah, you'll, you'll crack an expansion. You'll crack an expansion. He goes, listen, man, I've been doing that for yeah. decades, yeah? I've never had a thingy crack on me yet. And I was like, well, I can't really argue with that, but I want to argue, <laughs> but I can't. But yeah, so cool. you always put cooling in there. And, 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 but that's all you have to do. The engine, the, the, the biggest issue is the engine inside and the pistons going up and down. They need lubrication. And the way you lubricate them is by putting oil in there. Yeah? Simple. So that's all you need to do is just keep your oil topped up. That's the most basic thing in that. How many times, sorry, I know you're going to say that. How many times you're driving down the road, driving down the motorway, and someone's driving a car and smoke is chugging out of the back? And I'm yeah. thinking... How did it get MOT'd? How were you driving this? And how come the cops haven't pulled you over on this? Yeah, how's nobody know? Have you not noticed? It's like what? Uh, no, no. Oh, I'm sure they've noticed, but they don't give a shit. And I just want to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> or her. Or her. And I would happily run them off the road. <laughs> but it's just, oh, it's just the noise. It's please, you know what I mean? Just so I take, I, I, I see your engine oil issue, and I raise you tire pressure. 
Oh, Especially yeah. with modern cars. So yeah. another fact that I don't know where, I, sometimes I don't even know where I collect these facts from, but I do. All cars registered after 2012 had to be fitted with some kind of a tyre pressure monitoring system, whether that actually you tells you... sad I know. I look. I'm ashamed at my own self, but also quite this is the kind of stuff I have to put up with you on a daily. Not just about cars, but on anything and everything we do. This is the you're, kind of you're stuff you're grateful. I have to put up with you. You're grateful for. This I am content. not grateful, man. Cars after 2012 had to have some kind of tire. Can you imagine a journey with Mo over anything more than 10 miles? Can I can I get to my Come point? On, yeah. yeah, is it all right now? I'm, right. I'm just setting the scene for the listeners so they know what I have to they, part they with. They already know. All They've right? listened to us for yeah. a few episodes. Come they on. already know what they're letting themselves in for. And if they're still here, quite frankly, it's because they must like my style of delivery. <laughs> they ain't here for you. <laughs> but cars of 2012, tyre yeah. pressure monitoring system, whether that actually tells you the actual PSI of the tyre uh, or whether it just tells you if the pressures are okay or not. Either way, if the pressures are low, you get a warning. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that the tyre is completely flat for you to get a warning. It's just got to be that your tyre is not at the right pressure. There will be, a, you know, kind of a, a threshold, a range that it can it can operate within, it can move within. But once yeah. it goes below that, it will say, check your tyre pressures. How many times have you seen people driving down the road, mm-hmm. even on motorways, and you can clearly see, visually yeah, you can yeah, see, yeah. that they do not have enough the pressure in like, one or more yeah, tyres. Yeah, yeah. If you can vision, by the way, guys, if you can visually see there's not enough air in the tyre, there is there's not enough problem. to, yeah, there's no air in the tyre. Most tire, of yeah. the time when these systems trigger, if you looked at it with your eyes, unless you've got, I don't know, you know, you know one of the Batman films when he's got that, that thing with the scope and he can like measure distances from fucking miles away. Uh, yeah, and, and, I think and, you know what I mean, yeah. you can see the difference in distances. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless you're Batman. Yeah. Right? Yeah, in which case, if you are Batman, you've got bigger things to worry about. Yeah. Gotham needs you, yeah. yeah. But for everybody else who's not Batman, you can't tell by looking at tyres whether the tyre pressure is okay or it isn't. You've got systems mm. in your car, yeah, they will tell you. If it says, check your tyre pressure, go to any any petrol station, put yeah. 50p in the fucking uh, Oh, no, 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 no. They don't charge 50p anymore. I don't know what. Air seems to be a commodity that's like going out or something. It's a freaking pound. It's a pound. It's a pound. Actually, there are. When was the last time you changed yours? Check your rear tyre. Uh, I've got a compressor that I have okay. in the garage. Actually, it's yeah. not Sainsbury's. Go to Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's free. Please don't go anywhere else. Go to Sainsbury's because they actually give it to you free. Yeah, they do. But everywhere else is a freaking pound. Regardless. Okay. Yeah. But but even if it's a pound. Yeah, yeah, like whatever, pound, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, yeah. I know I keep coming back to this, but it's a serious point. That yeah. pound could save your life. Cars, of course it could. Cars are dangerous. Course, they are very. Tire, the tyres, those four little patches of rubber, yeah. they are the only thing connecting your entire 1.5 yeah. tonne plus vehicle. vehicle and your kids and, and family in it. To the road. Yep, yep. Nothing else connects to the road. If anything else is connecting to the road, by the way, you've got issues. <laughs> you've got issues, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it is literally just those patches of yeah, rubber yeah. that are connecting to the road. And if yeah. they aren't at the optimal pressure, if it, the contact patch isn't where it's supposed to be, yeah, yeah. then you've got a problem. And it's the same thing. If you got, if you look at your tyres and you go, ah, oh, they're a little bit bold, it's all right for this journey. It's not all yeah, right it's for not right for any There's, a, yeah, there's yeah. a reason. There's a reason yeah. why we have a minimum Tread, tread requirements yeah, 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 requirements yeah, yeah, in this yeah. country please and do the right thing and just look after your car and I know I go on about we were talking about the safety features and I go on about the things like the stupid bongs and having to press the clutch and stuff when you start your car but these these actually features are important like you know tyre pressures low engine oil like that and listen yeah, they're those, made for, those bongs are welcome yeah although yeah, Kia was bonging yeah. at me for those reasons I didn't know because it wouldn't tell me yeah but they're made <laughs> For dumb people, yeah, and they give you a little bit of time. No, no, because no, no, they give you a bit of time. So when the light comes on, for example, you're tired. It doesn't mean that's it done. It means listen, it's time you have a look at this now. And it means like 
pretty soon. Yeah, so you've got time to do it. And if you ignore it and let it go and let it go, then that's just, and like you said, it's just dangerous and stuff like that. But let me raise you one more quickly. Okay. I'll take that and I'll raise you F. Yeah, you know, they're probably bored by now. We've been going for well. I was just talking now. to ourselves now, so don't worry about them. Yeah, okay. BMW, Mercedes, Jaguar, Audi, Ford, Citroën, Alfa Romeo, Citroen. Peugeot. Shit, they still make cars. I think they do. Um, Kia, whoever. None of these manufacturers make their own light bulbs. Whether they be headlight bulbs, brake light bulbs, indicator bulbs, they don't make their own. You do not need to go to any of these guys to buy a bulb. You can go to Halfords, where it's going to be half the price. You can go to Euro Car Parts, where it'll probably be a quarter price because they're like DFS and always have a sale on. I was in the, I was in the, I was, back, I was in the dealership the other day getting a part that you could only get from the dealership, and the amount of people came in asking for a headlight, for a headlight bulb or a brake light bulb. I actually turned around to one of them and said, "Look, you do realize you can buy these from Halfords, or you can buy from? No, I want a BMW one. I was like, sorry, a BMW what? I want a BMW light bulb. They don't do, they don't do light bulbs." Yeah, they do. I'm here buying one. He's about to bring me one out. I was like, no, it's not a BMW bulb. They're just reselling you something that Bosch or Lucas or someone else has done. It's not, no, it's a BMW, but I'm buying it from BMW. It sounds like a riveting conversation. Because I want a genuine. And I just put my, I just put my, I'm like, there are people, and you know what? It's people like that. Okay, you buy the car, but they don't really make their money from the car. No, they make for the after sales. Thank you. Yeah. From people like that to come back and sell them and things like that. So please, there, I think you can. There's a huge markup on parts. There's a crazy markup on parts. And anytime you need a part for your car, don't go to your manufacturers as the first port of call. There's plenty of people out there. You're a car parts. You know what? Look on there for the parts. They'll do genuine parts. You will easily save 50%. This, I'm sorry, is advice. And after I forget your forget your thing at the start, this is advice. Yeah, you can buy parts from anywhere other than your manufacturer of the car because they don't make their own parts. And just on that subject, by the way, if if we are going to give people practical advice, there is a bit of a myth that in order to maintain your warranty, you need to get your yes, car serviced that by a long time ago, didn't it? by by the actual manufacturer or franchise dealer. Yeah, that's not true, no. right? There are a number of independent Indep- yeah, and, and yeah. independent franchise yeah. garages. As long as they use genuine parts and they have means of updating the service records, which most of them are digital yeah, these yeah, days, yeah. then your warranty is intact. And no. again, you can save decent amounts of money by doing that. So you've got they will know that they will know what they have to do in order to maintain your warranty and maintain your your uh, your your service history yeah. to an applicable level. Absolutely, yeah. they'll know. But the point remains is yeah. you don't need to go back to your dealer. No, you don't. And even if you do go back to your dealer, by the way, dealers will compete with each other. So yeah. if you're adamant that you want to get your BMW serviced at BMW, okay, fine, I, I get that because I've, I've done that. I'd love to know before. why though. No, but I've done it previously as well, yeah. right? For resale value, BMW yeah, I guess, stamps yeah, do, do matter. Yeah, it's out there. They think, um, oh, it's but, serviced by BMW. But, but call at least three of them. Yes. And and call three that aren't in the same group, so they will. You know, you'll have. Uh, yeah, that's people. That, that's that's confusing, man. You got to find out the groups and stuff like no, that. No, There's you, people you, you'll know. You'll, that. you'll know your local garage. It will be a Barons or it'll be a Marshall or whatever yeah, it might yeah. be, a Dick Lovett, whatever it might be. Right, you've got to you just just call the few, yeah. and ask them to quote, and then. Tell the next one what the cheapest price Probably, was that yeah, you got yeah, from the previous yeah. one. You'll save a bit of money that way. Or just go to independent. But to your point earlier, actually, it doesn't have to. So it doesn't have to be genuine parts because, like I said before, BMW don't make their own parts. So yeah, no, no. Yeah. It just has to be OEM Proof. spec. Yeah, OEM spec. OEM spec. So you can. There's plenty of out there. Just the same spec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as long as the garage is VAT registered, that's it. That's all it needs to be. VAT registered. Oh, okay. So, so, so in theory, I, I might be wrong, but I don't think you even need to use genuine parts. It just needs to be VAT registered garage. 
Hmm, interesting. Plan can do that. I mean, that may not be completely factually correct. This is why we say at the start, don't follow our advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Research yeah, yeah. it yourself. Research it yourself. But yeah, blame, you don't, then blame somebody else. But what is for sure, you don't have to go to your manufacturer to keep the warranty intact. No, absolutely. I was going, sure. we, how, how long have we been going? We've been going for a while. Are we going to cut you off or can I talk about washing your cars? Why would you want to wash my cars? No, no, talk about people. Like, I want to, so part of the maintenance thing. What, washing your car? Yeah. Do, you do not take your car to any hand car wash place, to any um, uh, jet wash place or to any car wash. Why don't please, you take a... Come on, you know as well as I... Listen, you're the nerdy detailer. Yeah? I, you I know am as well the detailer, I, but at you, the same time, why, why would the general... I mean, I... Okay, I, I, I obsess I, a little bit about about the fact that you know if there are scratches that ninety nine percent of the population wouldn't see that I can see that would bother me, but most people wouldn't actually give a shit. So why would you not just take your car to the local hand car wash on a Sunday morning? That, that has to go through about hundred cars, and he's probably gone through about fifty four. You come, so that meat is covered in dirt, grit, and grime that's going to go all over your car. That you think it's going to be clean? I appreciate that most people aren't going to do it, but you know what? Have it's still your car. Have some love for it yeah have some care for it if you really if you don't want to if you don't want to wash it yourself go to a jet wash Definitely don't use the brush now, by the way don't use a brush just use the jet wash to hose it down because the damage it's going to do to that paintwork is it's crazy and some poor guy is gonna have to fix it later on probably be mo <laughs> probably be me once the car's depreciated enough yeah. and i've bought something that's 15 years old and it's a rotting pile of uh whatever it is on my driveway but i want to make the paintwork look nice yeah i mean i guess some people don't care and they just want to go and find to get the dirt and grime off it but it's just about saying that like, these car washes now that, that pop up they're not actually very good for your car yeah, no, yeah? No, for the paintwork yeah, and stuff I, like I, that again i see your point but i actually think that you know for the one person who's now listening, because we've been going for a while, they probably don't give a shit. Oh, I did tell you to put a set of timer so we can just cut off. Yeah, I know, but I didn't listen to you. I don't listen to you when you tell me to do many. The things. problem is you. The, 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 this this crap that you drivel through and all these notes that you make to go through every single model and spec and trim that's available. Nobody wants to listen to that. That's what takes up so much time. That was the main feature. This, of this no, episode. the last twenty minutes was, was the feature. That's what people are going to listen to. Your stuff, I bet you they're just faster. They, as soon as Mo comes on, listen twenty five minutes. There's O. Let's go. Cool. I'll tell you what then, here's the deal. Next week, and everyone listening, I say everyone, the one person who may still be listening may or, not, may or may not be listening at this point, O's going to do the main feature next week. And yep. Then, and I think you've Bosh. got something. Oh, I do uh, have something. something very special yes. for us, haven't yes. you? Yes, yes. You've already let me yeah. in on a little secret on that so, one. So the two Mo listeners that he has, you don't have to listen next week, to be fair, if you don't want to. Yeah. So it's or, not going to be on your level. Although I think you should. And then you I'm going to talk to the mass me. public. Yeah, and then, and then you can side with me interact with us go on to our instagram page go on to facebook and then poke fun at oh yeah that'd yeah. be great we really appreciate if yep. you did that by all means absolutely so uh yeah that, that ends another episode of drivel thank you guys for listening if you liked what you heard and you stuck with us thank you um as we said at the top of the show there are a number of ways you can support us hit that subscribe go button. fund me page go find me page which is not set up hit that subscribe button on the platform that you're listening on if you can rate and review our Apple please podcast do. Then please do yeah. so yes uh, the reviews are great the, the the ratings are coming through thick and fast we want to see more of them we'd really really appreciate it give us your it. likes on insta facebook yep share it, with your friends sh- absolutely share with your friends word of mouth it still exists even in the digital age that we're in people still like to hear from somebody else and yeah. let them know that they recommend something. if you go to sleep put the podcast on let it play continuously yeah. throughout yeah. all the episodes while you're asleep yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, we turn need the volume down. 
Turn the volume down, let it play, and it'll go through all the episodes. There you go. Job done. Yeah, just leave your phone on charge so it doesn't die, because then it'll be like a half half an episode through playing. Yeah, no, no, we need all of them played. We, we need them played. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But no, absolutely. In seriousness, if you do want to support the show, that's how you can do it. There are a number of ways. And, and go thank you page. again for, uh, for for sticking with us. We, thank we, you. We enjoyed it. We'll be back next week, definitely. And I'm looking forward to what O's got to tell us next week. Drive safe. Take care. Yeah. Peace out. Why did I say peace out? That's a shit way to say goodbye, isn't it, really? Mate, I'm embarrassed for you. Can we do that bit again? So you You're going to have to edit it. No, I'm not editing it. This is all I'm going to make the final cut. Oh, I've God. never said peace out before in my life. Well, I don't know what came over me. You had the V sign up and everything. I had the V sign up and everything yeah. as well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, goodbye. Drive safe. Bye. Bye.